Say what's on my mind, sip on fine wine, listen to my thoughts, unfiltered, relax, recline. Today we got some time, I'm nice of you to join. Listen to my thoughts, true facts, you'll find. God gave me brain, what a tool, gotta use it. Careful of your thoughts, become words at any moment. If you have been sleeping, it's for sure. Welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered Thoughts. My name is Cedric, and this is my beautiful wife, Deidre. Hello. And we got another episode for you guys, especially uh, for those that's uh, been waiting for the next one. Um, we apologize. We ha- kind of took a little bit of a hiatus there, maybe a longer vacation than we <laughs> expected. <laughs> oh. But we back now. That's all, that's, a, that's all that matters is we back. We back now. So um, today's topic is going to be on selfishness. Mm-hmm. And selfishness, selfishness obviously comes in a lot of forms. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will try to tackle some of the forms and obviously we can get a little long winded with this one, but the reason for us, uh, doing this podcast in particular is because we kind of feel like, like, like something is probably needs to be said, uh, when it comes down to, um, selfishness, um, and how people treat each other. Um, because, you know, we live in a society now where, you know, everybody's kind of all about them. And nobody's kind of thinking about the other person, whether um, it's a relative or or any, you know, friends, fam, or I said family, uh, friends or anybody else. And so, Deidre, when you think about selfishness, what you think about? What first come to mind? Um, I guess I'm just thinking, I, you know, my mind is more literal a lot of times. Um, mm-hmm. That it's just a person that really only thinks about themselves. And, you know, I feel like we all know people in our own personal lives that... Um, or only think about themselves or thinks of ways that they can or do it uh, or we all know people who are selfish who only thinks of themselves or thinks of what can I get out of a situation versus what can everyone get out of a situation or like I'll do this because I know it'll benefit me or you know there's just like you said there's lots of different ways a, a person can be selfish and sometimes I don't know if people are aware that they're even doing it because you know we all are human and obviously I think naturally our first instinct is to think of ourselves and you know to take care of ourselves first but um I don't know what do you think of it well I guess we can kind of think about some of the things that happen in our life that would make us feel that way um and I think I will start with um like the older generation mm-hmm. um and when I think about the older generation and I'm talking about uh anywhere you know, I guess wherever your parents lie. <laughs> like 50 and up? 55 <laughs> Yeah, up? I'll probably say 50 and up. Okay. Um, And the reason why I'm mentioning this is because, you know, as as the the, the grandparents' generation is dying off for us, I know, like... Um, <laughs> uh, you already know, yeah, whatever. My mind is going okay. somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as, as, as that generation is dying off, you know, now, you know, we are in a new age now. And, you know, where we have to, you know, realize that, you know, we have to step up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of it's a lot of holes in the game for um, a lot of things, especially when it comes to family, because now, uh, in, you know, not just in our family, but this uh, you kind of hear this in a lot of people's families that, you know, they don't really mess with them that way. And you kind of think about that. And it's like, you know, whenever we ever had a conversation that we don't really mess with our family like 20 years ago. Well, are you, are you talking about the older generation or are you just talking about family in general? Because I don't really communicate with a lot of people in my family and it has and it's older and younger, but I don't think it's necessarily out of selfishness. I just think that it's a comfort, not a comfort, but like a uh, what you're used to. I feel like as we as, as for me personally, I can't speak for everybody, but as I got older, you know, I became more distant from like the majority of the people in my family. It wasn't like I was like, I guess in a sense it could have been selfishness. I was thinking about myself, but at the same time, you could go all the other way. Um, but I don't think it was just selfishness. I just think that some people you just drift apart. And- well, which is understandable. You know, if, obviously, you know, we all had a lot of people in our lives, mm-hmm. especially, you know, um, you know, when you're much younger and then obviously when you get older, you kind of grow apart. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a natural yeah. thing. But I'm talking about people that, either like to take advantage of others okay. uh, for their benefit. Yes, okay. So, and what I'm saying about that is that, you know, I kind of think about a lot of instances in our lives where, you know, that came to the point where it's kind of like, come on, man, you know, you, you 
you you have to think about what you're doing and how it's affecting others not just you know what can i get out of it get my you know how can i save myself or i'm not going to do it because i get nothing out of it i right. feel like that's a lot of times people are that way like i, I would help you but i'm not going to get anything out of it so what would be the point and I, and I, and i think that you know when it comes to not and i just you know start this topic off about like uh, any type of celebrations, whether okay. it's a birthday party, whether it's um, anniversary, anniversary or whether it's, uh, you know, graduation just a, a, or any, any anything. Just, yeah. yeah. And, and so a lot of people will look at that as, you know, it's nothing in it for me. Or they'll look at it as I say I'm coming. If it, it, just to put it on there, just to sell so people can say, oh, yeah, yeah, that's such and such is coming. But in the back of my mind, if something else comes up that's better, I'm just going to not show up. I feel like that's true, but I also feel like people are not going to say they're going to come and just going to leave it open. They're like, oh, I see I was invited, but I'm going to just leave it open just to see if something comes up better. And that way, like the day before, if I know I ain't got nothing to do, then I'll respond. And, you know, but that's you, selfishness because now you're messing up the person who's throwing the party. It's like you even know you're going to go or you're not going to go. Right. You know the day that somebody... Well, I can't say that always because... You don't know. You know, you could be like, well, I don't know because I might have been invited to something else that day. And I don't know. I might have to work. I don't know. So, well, well you know, it's genuine when the person calls you and say, hey, you just got called in to work. Or, yeah. you know, if, even if it's not true or not, I think that people like so busy trying to like spare people's feelings. And I don't think this is more of a selfish thing. I think it's a more of an accountability type of thing. And that's the thing that you and I always talk about is that people don't have accountability for anything anymore. People will be like, oh, well, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And it might not be that big of a deal, but just letting a person know, you know, like, I can't make it. It's just being accountable to your actions. Right, right. Which accountability is a part of <laughs> all the stuff that we're talking about. Right. So they kind of go hand in hand with selfishness. Um, I wouldn't say it's selfishness. I just think it's more accountable because you there's people that don't probably don't have a lot of accountability, but probably are the people that would give you the last dollar well, or well, the give reason you the shirt was, off of their back. The reason why I was saying that is because if if a person is if if you're inviting a person, that's because you want them to you would like them to be there. Mm-hmm. And so now, okay, you send me the invite. Okay, now if something if I know that in my calendar I know we got something going on, then I'm just gonna say I can't come. And I think typically those people do that right away because they already know, like, I got a reason why I can't be there. I yeah. can't come because it's another kid's birthday. I'm going to be out of town. It's my grandma's 50th, 100th birthday or whatever yeah, the a, case might be. It's birthday, whatever. Yes. It, it, it doesn't matter, you know. And the reason I was saying that it was selfish is because, like, if you're, gonna, if you're the type of person that, that goes into, like, when somebody takes the time to invite you and you say yes that you're coming, you got to think about the fact that that person is now uh, planning for you to be there. So... Mm-hmm. Where the selfishness comes into play at is that, okay, now I'm prepared for you to be there. You mm-hmm. the, you're extra guest. You're probably going to eat. You're probably going to drink. You're probably going to, you know, you got to have a space somewhere for right. you. And so, well, you don't think about that because you're like, well, that's that person. He's, he's, he invited me. And if I don't show up, it shouldn't be no big deal, blah, blah, right. blah, blah. But, but just think about like how much food that a per- like people have yeah. to order and all that stuff. You- people don't think about the money that's being spent about trying to get you there. Right. And and that's the reason why I'm saying that itself is because instead of just saying, hey, listen, I can't come, which I, I get it. You know, nobody's going to hold you to the cross for coming for not coming. But if you're saying if you're the type of person that said that you're coming and, you know, deep down inside that you're not going to come. You know, it's okay. But just say, listen, thanks for the invite. I'm not going to show up. Right. I But I think um, it's more of the accountability. Because, like, you know, we've had that conversation. I think it's harder for people. And I don't know if it's a Minnesota nice thing, you know, that they cannot just tell you, like, I don't know if I don't Minnesota wanna... have anything to do with okay. this. It's all, all around the country. Well, I think people have a hard time with just being like, no, I'm not going to come. Because I think, like, they're going to disappoint you. You're going to be mad. Or you're going to take it some type of way. I think it depends on the person and what the situation is. Like if it was something super important to me and it was like my parents or my sisters or my siblings or something and they couldn't make it, then I probably would take it some type of way. But you know, I don't really um, have a lot of stock in a lot of people anyways. My first instinct is that most people are going to disappoint me anyway before I actually before the other way. So, um, <laughs> uh, just for photos, some of the folks that don't know a little bit about Deidre's background, she's, 
she basically is saying this, that she's used to be getting, being disappointed. Yes. So my instinct is that people are going to disappoint you. Mm-hmm. And it's not a good thought process to have, <laughs> no. but that's just no. how I've always been. Well, I don't even know if I can even if it, I can even shake that. But for me, I always say, you know, I w- I'm not surprised because I was expecting you to somebody it, it at some point to disappoint me. It ain't even about being like for people who have all control. Let's say I always had that saying that people do exactly what they want to do. Yes, that's right. If people true. show up, if people want to show up, they would show up. It ain't like. And we were saying, hey, guys, we're giving thousands of dollars away. We ain't going to have no attendance problem. Right. Right. That's very true. So what? So all of a sudden now your cat is sick, your dog, you know, is throwing well, up. Well, I think all you have things. to look at it in the aspect of how important are we to, the, to those people in their lives. Yeah, you know, we might true. just be inviting them thinking like we want you in my space, but they might be like, oh, I don't really care about y'all like that. I'll show up for a, a, like 30 minutes, eat some of your food, have a drink, and then I'm going to bounce because I don't really care about y'all like that. So I think that's something that you need to keep in the back of your mind, which is funny because side note, we when we had our anniversary party, Cedric kept trying to make fun of me because I was like, we should only invite the people that are really close to us. Because you know, Cedric is very friendly and he will invite every fucking person he's ever met in his life. And I'd be like, I'm true. oh, whatever. But he will invite every human being that he has ever met. And I'd be like, Cedric, this is the mailman. He don't need to be here. Like, well, I met that guy playing basketball, so I invited him to the anniversary party. I'm like, he, he don't need to be here. And I can't remember what exact phrase it was that you kept calling these people that I was saying that I wanted to invite. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, no, I told Deidre that she she's trying to invite people that she deemed worthy. Yes, he kept saying that I was only trying to invite the worthy people. And I'm like, well, in a sense, yes, because not everybody I, is that, worthy. Not everybody thinks we're worthy to them. So well, you I, get your feelings hurt when you be inviting everybody because you that, thinking that they love you or treat or feeling you the same way that you are feeling about them. So I think sometimes if you take the time to weed out those people, you wouldn't be feeling that way because those people are going to do exactly what they want to do. Right, which is true. But then you also have so here's the flip side. If you don't invite them, then they say, "We're oh man, I didn't get my invite." Right. So then everybody's going to feel some type of way because you didn't invite them. But when you invite them, then it's optional to show up. Only thing that we're saying, I'm not mad at nobody. You know, this it is what it is. But only thing I'm saying to the listeners out there is that be mindful. You know, this if you can't make it, that's cool. And I know we talked about this in accountability in another podcast, mm-hmm. but. Just be understanding that, you know, if you say, if you check the box saying that you're coming, that that person has to now prepare for you to be there. Right. Because you're not going to, if you know that 25 people are showing up, you're not going to get enough food for 20 or 15. No, you're going to get more. You're going to get more. So, like, just think about that, guys, when y'all guys are inviting people or if you being invited. Because, like, me and Deidre, we get invited. We tri- we typically try to show up. Yeah. You know, like, it has to definitely be a... a a serious event that has to happen before us. And I also not think to too, it depends on how, um, how much time you give a person. Because I know for sure we have definitely been invited to some shit that we were an afterthought. Because it'd be like the party is like, like today is Thursday. And they're like, oh, by the way, we're having a party on Saturday if you guys want to come. And it was like, okay. First of all, don't be inviting me after no afterthought. I am not an afterthought. I am the first person on the invite list. <laughs> Second of all... I think all, that might have uh, what you just said earlier is how important that person is to you. Right. Mm-hmm. And so... And then second of all, I don't think they can... They would have to understand in that standpoint that, you know, well, I can't make it. You just gave me a two-day notice, even though we know you ha- we was already planning this party months ago or whatever. But... um, I forgot where I was going with my chain of thought. But yeah, that's where I was going. <laughs> so switching gears a little bit, um, you know, obviously it's other things you can do. Like, for instance, you know, we have a lot of parents out there and I'm not just, just oh talking about mine, or <laughs> me and Deidre's, but th- we hear this a lot. Like, this, I know, you know, why I'm laughing though, because anyway, I mean, I'm just saying like, it's a lot. I mean, it's not, it's more than us. It's, I'm know. not, and I'm not speaking just so for our parents sake, I'm just saying in general. Yeah. So don't be taking anything personal. Yeah. No, no. So they, you know. But from a lot of the folks that we know, like, it, it's, like, overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It's, like, I, I never thought that, you know, maybe because we thought, you know, maybe we have issues with going on with our, our uh, parents in general that every that it was just, like, a this isolated thing. But mm-hmm. it, this is bigger than it's, – it's bigger than I thought it was. Yeah. And, you, and I sit there and I think about it and I say, you know, may, maybe – that that generation the, or those generations are are either jealous because their kids have success and I'm just speaking you know I'm, I'm not sure or 
they because it doesn't make any sense for them to start all of a sudden you know turn their backs on their kids and to say oh you know what you've grown you know you can take care of your kids but our grandparents took care of us in most yeah, cases. I was going to say, I think that could be part of the issue is that most of, I cannot speak for everybody, but I feel like a huge majority of, actually, I'm just going to say this, it's a generalization because I don't want people to be like, I, that's not the case. But I feel like the, a, a lot of kids that are about our age, I want to say like maybe 45 and under, like 45 to like what, 30, mm-hmm. they were raised mostly by their grandparents. Like their parents might've been there. But they weren't really there. But like, I feel like grandmas usually were the ones that stepped up. And I think because of that, the parents start to look, stop looking at their kids like they were their kids. And they were just like, oh, these are these people that I created, but they ain't really mine because they didn't raise them. And so no connection. Right. And so Mm -hmm. now that, you know, these kids are our age, you know, we're having like strained relationships with uh, our parents. And so it makes things weird now because it's kind of like one of those things where we don't know where to navigate with them and they don't know how to navigate with us and they're not looking at us. They're looking at us like, well, you're grown, like you said. You don't need anything or or whatever the case might be. And I feel like we kind of talked about this a little bit on our previous podcast about parents and relationships with parents or something yeah, like that. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want to go too far off into it because I feel like we'll just be repeating ourselves. But 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 the reason why we even mentioned in that is because like it was it was selfish to begin with. Because it should be no way that our grandparents is is filling in that 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 much. It's almost like if you was working at a job and somebody in in your grandparent your grandma or your mom just came in there and, and just say, "Hey, I got it for the rest of your career." I wish that'd be great. I mean, what's like, my mama of, gonna come in here and work for me, y'all? Yeah, they're like, what's the odds of that? <laughs> it's like you still getting the, you still reaping the benefits, but your mom is paying. Is your mom is in there stepping in for you? But you know how many people can can do that? Like nobody's going to be willing to step in and do that for anybody. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's kind of where, you know, my thoughts go with the selfishness is because it was selfish to begin with. It was it was a a a selfish act to think that my mother or my father is going to fill in for me and and be that person on, on in that kid's lives. And then like now, all of a sudden, you know, we get grown and now the parents want all these accolades. They want to be, you the know, grandparents. No, 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 the parents. Okay. Because the parents feel like, oh, you know, why y'all guys not mentioning me? Why y'all guys are not saying, you know, you know, why y'all not doing parties for me? Why y'all not doing this and not doing that? Why y'all don't get praises and all that stuff? But then you think about it, it's like, what have you for, really... for what? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like for for you, like for, like that's the same thing as the as, as your mom filling in for you at work. It's just like. Oh, uh, but I want the praise. Like my mama was in there doing all the work, but I want to be acknowledged for all the work that she did. <laughs> right. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, why, why would you get the praise for that? And so, and the point I'm making is, is that for those generations that we need to have these real conversations because, you know, we didn't, we didn't have any control over our faith at that time you know, our destiny at that time. Mm-hmm. We, we couldn't just say, oh, I'm not going to go over there or I'm not going to do that. Or we was kids, you know, and I'm not just saying harboring over our childhood. I'm just saying in general, because this could be still going on today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like the people that's listening, understand that, you know, if, if you put a kid through that and all of a sudden when that kid gets grown, it's going to be some repercussions. Because if you was, wasn't thinking about them then, and then all of a sudden they get grown and, you know, it's like, it, it's not, not, it's not like it's an on and off switch now where you can say, okay, I'm, I'm there, you know, no, you have to been there this whole time to be able to have those bonds with these right. kids. Right. I agree. And so, you know, obviously we got selfishness when it comes to parents, we got selfishness when it comes to friends. And then we kind of talked a little bit about that with the, the parties and stuff like that, but I guess I've gotten, as I've gotten older, I start to care less. Well, I shouldn't say I don't start to care less. I just don't, when I was younger, I definitely took everything to heart. Like everything. Like if you didn't come to my party, I was never going to invite you again. You was written off. Of <laughs> she, the, like, was, she, she is not lying either. No, you were not. And I wasn't going to go none of y'all shit. Like don't even bother because I'm not coming. 
especially if you said you were coming, like if you like flat out told me you wasn't going to go, although I used to keep track of that shit too, because I'm like, I'm not going to keep inviting somebody to something and they don't come because eventually the invite is just not going to come anymore because all relationships are a two way street. And I think some people don't realize that. And that could be the selfishness too. Like some people want you to pour into them, into them, into them, but they don't realize that they are never giving. They're just receiving all the time. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's just not how life works is at some point you got to be thinking to yourself like, damn, that person don't even check on me no more. Like, did you, when's the last time you checked on me? Yeah. And I think that that's also, I think more so, uh, we already talked about the, the celebration piece, but this, you know, checking on your fellow friends, yeah. you know, like, like, do you feel that, you know, they have to call you to uh, initiate <laughs> oh. everything? I'm just saying, like, I know, it, just like a lot of people think that, you know, they just sit back and then, think that you're supposed to keep chasing after them. Right. And that that's how the friendship goes. Like, you're like, if I don't speak to you, then we just don't speak. And so at some point we just won't be speaking no more because it just is what it is. Mm -hmm. So, but I also think though that sometimes people just drift apart and that's just the way of the world. And sometimes like if you don't reach out and I don't reach out and if we neither one of us are really like missing you or whatever, then that's just, it is, yeah, that's, it that is, just lets yeah. you know, like, okay, well, I guess that friendship is like, the friendship is still there, but it's just not like what it used to be. It's just one of those things. Like I'll see you when I see you. There's no hard feelings, but it just is what it is. Right. But, um, what was I going to say? We were, well, what was I, my initial thought of that was like going back to the, oh, I don't take that thing to heart anymore. I think when I was younger, um, I used to feel a, a way about it. But, you know, as I get older, I do realize that life happens. People, we're grown as shit now. We have kids. We have lots of things that are going on in our lives, you know. And so I don't expect people to come to everything that I ever have. And I hope that people understand that there's something that I can make it to of yours. Although I feel like I'm typically pretty good about going to other people's stuff. But like I said, life happens. So I'm not going to be like, you're a selfish bitch. Cause you didn't come like, I get it. Life happens. But I guess. Well, I well, and I think we talked about this in another podcast, um, the support system. Yeah. Because I think that people have to realize that, you know, we don't really have a lot of support in general because, you know, you're talking about me and you are black people, just black people. in okay. general, Like, like, when we literally have to come from a uh, flower growing out of the concrete, that's, that's, that's really the struggle that, that us as black people have to come from because we don't really have the setup where the, you know, like if you wanted to do like a, um, paper route, you know, like the people that you throwing papers to ain't nobody that you know, right. You know, you throwing papers to people that you don't know. And so like, we have to, we have to basically grow from people that we don't know to make it. And then the people that we do know all of a sudden just kind of appears in the picture, you know, now they want to, you know, now that we made it, you mm -hmm. know, now well, it's kind of like, I want, I've been knowing this guy forever. But. I think one of the things with black people in general, it's, it's probably a selfishness is that we need to learn to get out of our own way. Cause I feel like a lot of times, a lot of the blessings that we could have in life, we block them ourselves, whether it's because if we have a, a funky disposition in life, um, you know, we're angry about a lot of things, which, you know, I, I hate to say that because I hate that stigma that, you know, we are angry, aggressive, especially black women. But I do think that we do have a lot of anger issues and shit like that, that we need to address. But I feel like, I, I think that, and, and I don't want to cut you off too much, but I think that the difference is, is that I think like, for instance, like when I go play basketball, like I keep, how I felt about it on the court. Right. It ain't nothing personal to me. If I'm talking trash to you, it's, it's, it's strictly basketball. When I was younger, I couldn't just, you know, I couldn't separate the two. Right. Because I couldn't, you know, it, it was, I just wasn't mature enough, you know? So like, if I'm talking trash to somebody to get personal and then it kind of gets to another level mm -hmm. where, you know, it's not even about basketball anymore. They go into the trunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, um, but now as I gotten older, um, you know, I understand how to separate the two. Mm -hmm. I can play basketball. We can talk trash, but then we can go have something, you know, go for drinks afterwards because, you know, I don't take it to heart. Anymore. Because you've learned to get out of your own way. Right. 
So, and that's what I was saying. Like, I feel like a lot of times we are our own undoing because we can't see outside of ourselves. Like, I guess it's a whole of what we were just saying. Like, I feel like a lot of times that's the problem why we have a lot of issues with support from each other. It's, it's the black as a whole is because we cannot see outside of ourselves of why would I go and support this person? Because it has nothing to do with me. His well, business has nothing to do with me. Right. So I'm not going to go. Um, but I think that we have to look at the big picture because if if we don't have any rep, so this is kind of the double edged sword for black folks, us as black people, mm-hmm. is if we don't support the folks that's doing stuff, then we can't cry about us not having no representation. Right. And so it can't go both ways where you think that, you know, you get a neighborhood store, you just don't even go over there. Or you see somebody that's running for something. I'm not saying that you have to vote for them just because they black. I'm just saying that, you know, if you support them on their cause and you follow them on their missions or whatever the case is. But even if you necessarily don't, and this is about you getting out of your own way, like... Which is which? This one is a little bit hard because I understand some people. It's with politics and things like that. It's very hard to see outside of what you believe in. But even if it was somebody that you didn't necessarily view their same views, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I would probably only do this with a black person. Like if it was any other race, I probably wouldn't do this. What I'm about to say, but if it was like let's say somebody we knew was running for like mayor or senator or whatever and they didn't have the same views as I did but he was a black man or a black woman trying to make it and come up in the world and make a change even if I didn't necessarily believe in what they were saying I would still try to get that message across because somebody that I know might be in line with that man and what he's saying in his vision and even if it's like I like everything that he says stands for it's not what I stand for I'm still going to try to help that uplift that brother because we already, he's already got it hard in this life trying to make it on out there like that to begin with. Mm-hmm. So he needs as much support as he going to get. I might, you know, let it be known. Like, I don't agree with his views, but you guys should still check him out because he might be something that you agree with. And right. I think that's... But I think that's also maturity in you um, because the problem is that in our society is that if you win, I, that means I lose. Mm-hmm. So, like, everybody has that mentality of you win, I lose. And, and this is the reason why we can't really have anything when it comes to that, because we have the selfish mentality right. already. Like, we don't realize that you there's know, enough for everybody. There's enough for everybody. Yes. It's like, you know, like they didn't stop printing money when they gave it to you. Right. And so when we go into it with that mentality, the eyes of us showing support or, you know, looking outside of ourselves mm-hmm. uh, is probably about zero percent. Right. And I and I hope that. We get it together as a as a race, but I don't know though, because some of the stuff that I be seeing today, I'm like, we are just a lost cause. Oh my god, this younger generation. But um, but that's like I said, you know, and and this is some of the things that me and Deidre are talking about. Um, obviously trying to figure out how we give back to the community. Um, you know, we realized that the leadership uh probably was been taken away for the last twenty to thirty years, mm-hmm. and it's a big hole there and you see it and obviously you know politicians and stuff like that they're not going to do nothing about no. it because if they would have if, if if everything happens the way it should you know if they took their selfish agendas out which mm-hmm. will obviously be part of this podcast too you know then they'll be understanding that okay you, you got to build from the ground up you mm-hmm. can't start with the people at the top and say okay we're going to help know, them. First. We're going to keep helping them because I think you brought up a good point the other day about about like like taking your kids and put them into uh, like going, you know, to one of those suburban schools where the school where where the parents and everybody makes gazillion dollars and they have a good school. Was that in the podcast? Or no, 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 we no. Just, oh, this okay. in general, we were just talking about it because and then like like they have more funding. Right. And then you look at inner city, they have no funding. And oh, all yeah, the we were talking about the basketballs down. and stuff like that. They have better uniforms and yeah, it's because like, they are, but it's like they don't need it because they are, their parents probably could afford to do it on their own. Right. Take that money and put it somewhere else where, you And I know, think that that's got something that, that, that us as a society have to think about because I think, you know, when, when people get to a certain status in life, it's kind of like they kind of missed the boat on them being human. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it has something to do with, because we were just talking about this before, like two or three days ago. I think it has to depend. It depends on if you are given like your 
money or your success or if you worked for it. Because I feel like typically when somebody works for something, they don't forget mm-hmm. where they come from. Right. Typically, it's the people that didn't work a day in their lives and that just had a very easy and... They, they they don't they they're so far removed from humanity that they don't look at people as people. They look at them as like some way to help me stay rich. Right. So and I think that that's that's like I was telling you before about that. We we have to see this as a us problem, not a as their problem. Right. You know because just like I was telling you before about the politicians. You know what what good is it to pass all the laws to keep people rich? When you got homelessness as a big problem in this country, you got a, a mental health is a big problem in this country, right. you know, but we, we want to give everybody tax breaks. And I'm not, I'm not trying to say this as, you know, we don't, you know, like we shouldn't be getting charged that much tax in the first place because mm-hmm. where's our tax dollars going? Right. You know, where, where, where are we building some type of missile to, to destroy the earth? It doesn't even make any sense when you think about it, but that's a whole nother topic. Um, and so, you know, we have to think about, why first of all why are we de- uh delegating the money this way far as like you know, like putting the money into the school system that doesn't need it right uh versus you know you got some of these inner city schools that i mean i give those teachers a lot of credit you know and if you're a teacher listening to this i give you a lot of mm-hmm. credit as well um but it, it's a t- it takes a lot when you when you are dealing with kids that mm-hmm don't have a proper upbringing and you think about the selfishness in that in itself when you talk about teachers like i you know how many teachers have to go out and buy their own school supplies Mm -hmm. for the students stuff like that because it's not funded and it's like well where is that money going why why are teachers underpaid first of all because they are i feel like should be paid just as much as like doctors and stuff it's like i mean they're molding a bunch of human little people and making them out to who to be Smart, because I know I could never be no teacher. I'm not smart at all. So I could never be trying to teach somebody else how to learn. I mean, I shouldn't say that. But obviously, you teach people certain things. But I would never be able to teach no kid like math. You're basically saying you don't have the capacity. No, I I don't even, you know, I don't know how to do math at all. Well, math, I mean, you don't have to be, you can still be a teacher. I could be like a gym teacher. I was going to say, math don't have to be your subject. (laughs) Gym. I could teach that. Um, But just to to do that in general. And I guess that's the capacity, because I don't have the capacity to do it. Other ain't, it ain't kids. even about the teaching. It's the capacity to handle the kids. Yes. That's what I said. I can't, I don't have the capacity to handle a lot of other people's kids, right. um, especially if they're bad. But, and then on top of it, I'm not being paid enough for it. And then I got to supply the stuff too, because y'all can't figure it out. I'm, I'm going to have, I'm, I'm going to be feeling some type of way. Yeah. I, it, it just kind of, you know, obviously we can talk about that forever because this is a, a system that doesn't make no sense, and and you kind of seeing the results of, of of years and years and years and years of doing it that way, um, because if you want to, just like I said, if you want this country to be the best country on the planet, mm-hmm. we can't start with the top. No. We have you have to start with the guys at the bottom, and it should never be uh, like oh they you know they don't worry about them, they in a good place. Well, this is gonna be this selfishness in the way we think is is. It's going to be a major issue because a lot of people want to go back to the inner city, but the crime, you know, and I'm just using Milwaukee, for example, you know, the city is just not set up for it because no, everybody's not thinking about the fact that we need to solve this problem before we can get there. They just want to build it and say, oh, just keep pushing it on to the side and, you know, they'll take care of themselves. That's not going to happen. Right. And so, um, other ways that that selfishness can be an issue what's what's your other thoughts when you were talking about like the inner cities and stuff it just made me think about the selfishness of our own people like especially when we were in milwaukee this pat like what last week or mm-hmm. two weeks ago and the craziness that they do down there like these younger kids they just they're just so reckless and it's selfish because they're not thinking about the lives that they could affect with how they're like driving down there how they um, are like it's just you know craziness over there. Well, but- and that just but that just goes to show you like how you know I was always mentioning this like the politicians like they don't think that hmm let me fix this first right because you can't just start it's like you know putting some deodorant on when you musty it's mm-hmm. like you you're still gonna be musty at the end of the day no matter how sharp the deodorant is. Or how good smelling it is, it's still going to stink at some point, or right. maybe even instantly. And so we have to realize that you know, 
it's a need there. You know, obviously whatever they're doing is not working. And yeah, I would, I would definitely say that, you know, when you look at that stuff, it's, it's a lot of, uh, what I should say, uh, people just that don't, that just don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot, yeah, a lot of selfishness going on, but for us as black people, you know, we have to do better because we can't think of, we can't think that the only way to make it in life is, is through rapping or mm-hmm. playing sports or just playing sports, or, you know, or drug dealing or drug dealing. I guess that's the three, our three top professions, mm-hmm. I guess. And it's other things to do with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of creativity. You know, we was, we're very creative. We're very you can creative. see it on Instagram and Facebook. You know, we, I feel like as a whole black people are lit, but you know, I could be very, very biased. But <laughs> I, I, and I do think that, you know, obviously, you know, if you remove us from society, I know like a lot of people would love to. Oh, I know. There would be a huge void. There'd be a big, big void. Yeah, for sure. But I was just thinking about it when you asked me that too about selfishness. I was also thinking about it on the flip side of sometimes it's okay to be selfish. You know, I don't look at selfishness as always a bad thing. I think sometimes you need to be selfish. We need to say no when we don't want to go somewhere. We need to remove ourselves from situations that we know are not good for us. And we're in, um, you know, like self-care, boundaries, selfishness, whatever, however you want to say it. But I think that it's okay to be selfish sometimes. If you know somebody invited you to go, go somewhere. And this is where the one of those situations where I feel like it's okay to, um, to, to, to let somebody know something. Like if we were having a party and you were in a bad, funky mood, don't come. Like I would respect that so much more than for you to bring your ass to somewhere and you're just in a bad mood and you come there in a bad mood and you're rubbing off, you're rubbing off that spirit to whatever on other people and people can sense it about you. If somebody were to text me like, you know what? I woke up, I'm in a mood. I'm not feeling it today. I can't come. I totally understand. I'm not even going to hold it against you. I would be, I would be like, thank you for telling me because I would have been feeling some type of way if you came somewhere and you had a funky ass attitude. Like, just stay home. So, um, I think like sometimes in that situation, it's okay to be selfish. If I knew I had somewhere to go and I woke up and I was just like, I cannot shake how I feel today. I'm just not going to come. I'm sorry. I can't make it. I would rather not be there because I'm not myself than to go there and ruin your time or whatever the case might be because I was selfish and just couldn't get over myself in that moment. Right. So, yeah. And I think that what you, you know, I, I think that some people like that never take a day off. Mm-hmm. Um, some people that, you know, don't get themselves. I, I think a lot of, a lot of people out there, you know, it's kind of have, you know, some things that they should be selfish about. Mm-hmm. I think I mean, so too. I mean, I, I, it's nothing. I, and I think that, you know, just like I always say on these podcasts is everything is about balance. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can't have, you can't be overly selfish where you're not, you just don't give a damn about no. other people. I don't think it's good to be known as being a selfish person. I think it's okay for just being like a, a good person who, you know, has their selfish moments. Like I just, and I don't necessarily want to say it's selfish that you're thinking about. Well, I guess that is a definition of selfish mm, yeah. is when you're thinking about yourself. But, it, but, but we se- like to put a pretty bow on it today and call it self-care. So, um, well, but yeah, it's being selfish. Yeah, you can classify that, but. If you told me that, you know, you're at home sick, I'm not going to say you're being selfish. Well, that's different. You would be the asshole if you were like, I don't care if you're sick. That's more like jobs. Like, I don't care if you're sick. Can you still come in? Like, no, motherfucker, I'm sick. But <laughs> I think jobs are definitely selfish. Oh, they don't care. They, you could literally die and be like, could you die on your, like, day off? Because we need you to come in today. But <laughs> Yeah. And so we have to realize that in society, if all the people that's listening to this podcast, or if you or an employer, yeah. you you got to realize that, you, you know what? We're people humans. Are, people are human, and obviously we know that you got some jobs that, you know, if you're not there, it doesn't work, which mm-hmm. I get. You know, obviously we, you know, but I think that, like, in this, in this society, we have to realize that it's going to be some, you know, we're going to have to build a back door for some people because not every day is somebody going to be waking up 100% every day. Like, right. this is fucking un- unrealistic. And I think jobs need to do better at letting people take, like, mental days and stuff like that. Because it's, especially if you're working, like, in retail, fast food, anything where you are heavily dealing with other people. Oh, my gosh. I feel like it is so important because 
people are rude as fuck. They don't care. So exactly. if I'm working somewhere and I'm dealing with a bunch of asshole people, I feel like if I'm like, you know what? Yesterday really got to me. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it today. I feel like I understand that you are the boss for this one day is going to be inconvenience, but my well-being is way more important. Yes, is more way more important than your inconvenience. And I don't think employees think about that. If you treat your employees with respect and like you give a shit about them, they will perform better for you. They will want to work for you. They'll be less likely to leave or to call in because they care. But if you got people that are like, hey, fuck that motherfucker. I'll, I'll get there when I get there. Like that's a sign of poor management or just a bad environment because typically if you care, or at least just me, cause I, you know, I don't like to <laughs> disappoint people. So, um, if, if I'm in a place where I'm working with somebody and I love where I'm at, I will do a lot. I will probably, you know, try to tough it out if I don't feel good. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to short staff the people that I work with because I like them and I like my boss. So if even if I'm not feeling that good, I might still just go in anyways. Whereas if it's an environment that I'm like, I don't give a shit to begin with, I could wake up and sneeze. It'd be like, listen, I ain't coming. I don't feel good. It's not happening well, but today. Then, but then you just, you just said it. Like, you have to create that environment. Yes. Like, you got to, like for employers, you know, you you got to think about obviously other something other than the bottom line because if you don't have nobody working, then obviously bottom line is going to be affected one way or another. Right. So I think sometimes like you have to look outside of your inconvenience for those couple of hours that that person wasn't going to be there and be like, you know what, take care of yourself. I hope you feel better. I'll see you the next shift. Hopefully, that could go or a long way. Yeah. What? Well, this next shift could have been two days from now. who knows, but. That person will remember that and be like, you know what? When I wasn't feeling it, my boss was really considerate and blah, 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 blah. I want to keep working here. But if you're like, if you're like, I'm about to go into surgery and they're like, I don't give a shit. You still need to come into work. You got to like, I don't want to work for you. Like I might not even come back. Fuck this job. (laughs) Well, and that also goes to like for us that's self-employed, you Mm -hmm. know, we got a lot of people out there that's uh, working for themselves um, and the customers got to understand that you know what if if this person is bending over backwards for you <laughs> which you know a lot of self-employed people do because yes. it ain't like we own some big old co- corporation where we yes. you know we can have and that. i don't know sorry i didn't even catch you out but i don't know if people know that in real estate we don't get paid until the transaction is over so we definitely put invest a lot of our personal time into you so I just, want to, I just want people to understand that. I'm not going to go down my whole spiel, but just keep that in mind that, you know, if you, if we take you so far down that rabbit hole in real estate and then you decide like, ah, I don't want to do it anymore. We wasted our time and we could be working with somebody else and now we're not getting paid. And as much as, um, it's not about the money, but let's just be honest, nobody's working for free for nothing. So nobody's doing anything in this role because they just love to do it and they're not getting paid. So, right. And, and with that being said, you know, that's that's obviously, uh, you know, selfish clients because they only thinking about what's themselves. in it for them. But- and I get it because, you know, buying a house is a very emotional time. But at the same time, you got to remember that we still got to eat and we got to feed our families at the same time. I would never do anything that would like jeopardize the way you feed your family and take care of your family. So mm-hmm. don't do it to us. Yeah, I think that that's a good point because people got to realize that, you know, when you being an asshole at, at oh somebody's... i'm sorry to cut you off i got i just thought of something else i'm sorry i'm sorry and also in that selfishness it makes me think about like people don't realize that just because we're real estate agents that we do have a life that's outside of real estate and, you know we get clients that will text us at dawn o'clock in the morning ridiculously late at night or they will expect us to drop everything that we're doing just to help them every like all the time like they can't fathom like well you're going on a vacation. What about my house? Like, I want to go see houses. Like, there will be more houses. There will always be more houses. Let me enjoy my time with my kids, even though I've just been spending like three weeks with you, but they, they can't see outside of themselves. Like, you mean you actually want to spend time with your family? Well, what about my house? Like, you will be okay. Well, and I think that when you send that too, what makes me think, come the first thing to come to mind is you know people got to understand no matter what you're doing in life that the mental health piece always have to be addressed yes and if we're telling you and i'm just i mean ain't got nothing to do with being in real estate but if we're telling you that hey you know today doesn't work it doesn't it's not the end of the world we can find something tomorrow or whatever the case is 
But that doesn't mean that, you know, we don't like you no more. We don't no. want to do nothing for you no, no. more. But it, you got to also remember that we have to take a break, too. We right. have to, like... like It's exhausting. Like, it's especially exhausting. if yeah. you're working with two or three more buyers at a time. It's a lot of driving around. And I'm not complaining. I don't want to make it seem like we're not grateful for the people. But I just want people to understand that, yes, you look at us as a realtor. But, like, we are a realtor slash husband slash wife slash father slash human being right like, like we, we like have we wear too. many caps it's not just believe it or not it's not just realtor well and that just like i said you know human you know being human means that we have emotions being human that means that you know what we probably gonna need a, a, a day to unwind we're probably gonna need some time off we're probably gonna need to check out for a second because nobody can do something 100 percent. don't give a damn who you are no you know professional all, all professionals, doctors, lawyers, basketball players, football, everybody. You got to have a time where you, you, you work you get, on You get to unwind. You get to unwind. You work on, on on your mental. Right. And that's how you, I feel like that's when you get people at their best. Like, not when you get in this tired. Like, could you imagine telling a doctor that's about to perform open heart surgery on you? Like, I don't care if you've been standing up on your feet for 36 hours. I want you to perform this operation. I want you to take all the time you need because I don't want you fucking up in my heart. Well, you go- but, but you do get a lot of people out there that's like that. And, and you get the people that don't look at it from the other person's point of view, they don't look at it from their point of view. Mm-hmm. And they don't think about the fact that, you know what? I probably need to back off. He needs a break. He probably needs a break. He or she, whoever it is, they probably need a break. They probably need some time off. They probably need to unwind because you don't want this person give you 50% if they want nah. to do open heart surgery. No, I like, want 200%. Right. I want like you wide awake, uh, bushy eyed or whatever that expression is and uh, ready to go. Ready to go. Like, you know, you, you had a, a good night's sleep. You know, you don't have a lot of stress and pressure. You know, like like we kind of get into the society where people don't think that the way that they're, you know, I was thinking about this the other day when, when you think about athletes. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, you know, like, like these, you know, sports analysts, they, they kind of beat these guys down <laughs> after a while. Like, you yeah. know what? I, I get it. You know, if a guy's, you know, he, he had a bad game or, or, you know, maybe he's not as good as where everybody's pr- project him to be. But man, don't you realize this guy has, you know, he has feelings. He's probably mm-hmm. watching this. He's probably thinking about, you know, you calling him trash and all that stuff. Like, yeah. like that stuff gets to you after a while, no matter who you are. Yeah. And it made me think when you said sports, it made me think of what's a little bit more relevant right now with the, um, the Olympics going on when Simone Biles, she uh, dropped out from the, the um, Olympics for per, meta, uh, for personal, like mental issue reasons, which I think there was a little bit more behind that, but I'm not going to go into that. But she basically dropped out and like so many people are saying she she's a quitter. She, she quit on America and um, all of this crap. That, you know, they don't care that this girl is like, I need to do what's best for me and take some time off of myself. They're only looking at it like, I can't believe she did this to me. And like, she didn't do anything to you. Did she owe you something? No, she's doing what's best for her. Right. And I think that, you know, obviously we know it's a lot of stuff because of who she is. Yeah, I think there's a lot of shit going behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah, I, I do. I do. But she, that has nothing to do has with... has nothing to do with this. But I think that the, the biggest thing for, for those folks that is out here acting a fool because she can't, she don't want to perform anymore. Like, like realize that she's a human right. and that, you know, and what? under her circumstances, which, why would she even want to like, just thinking, Oh, I'm trying not to go down that rabbit hole with her, but just given the circumstances of how America has been treating this girl and how they want her to scale back who she is. So other people can be semi as great as she is why would she even want to perform for this country right when you think about it yeah it's it's it's, it's you know we probably have to make another podcast about that um obviously how america is this um you know there's a lot of things that's mm-hmm. that's being hypocritical about it yeah. but but the the piece that i was making the point about about her is like if, if she came to work, if she was working at a job and say, you know, I'm not feeling well mentally, why would I want her there? Right. Like, I, I wouldn't want her to be at work because she's she, not her best. If she's dealing with customers, if she's dealing with, you know, calling, you know, whoever, you know, like people become so much, you know, self-absorbed that they don't realize that, hey, you know what? When I, when somebody calls me on the phone and I don't know who it is, I don't just blow their head off <laughs> because I know that they're just doing the job. 
Like, okay, yeah, is it a surprise they're calling me? Yes. Is it is, annoying? Yeah. Yeah, is it annoying? But yeah. But you let them do the little spiel. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it, it is, and, uh, and obviously, you know, like, like how they present themselves and all that stuff yeah. does matter. I'm not going to say somebody's calling me on the phone and yelling at me. I'm not going to listen to them. But, um, uh, but at the same time, you know, we, we just have to do a better job at understanding that people are human and that, um, we have to think about what they're going through and not just ourselves. Mm -hmm. And even if we get to the point where, uh, you know, something in our lives might be on fire, but it's not on fire for them, Mm -hmm. you know? And so the whole purpose of this podcast and we'll wrap it up is, is to make sure that we keep everything in the balance. You know, we can't think that because we need it, you know, that people are just going to just jump through all the hoops because we need answers like, like yesterday. I can assure you that most things in life, I know in that moment in time, it seems like it's the most important thing in the world, but usually most, all of the things that people are freaking out over, panicking over, it's not the end of the world and it's not really that big of a deal and everything usually almost always works itself out. Mm -hmm. Yep. So uh, hopefully y'all guys enjoyed this podcast. You know, we definitely wanted to speak on the selfishness. Obviously some of the stuff um, uh, that we talked about, you know, is going on in our lives. I'm quite sure it's going on in a lot of folks' lives as well. And we just hopefully this this podcast will help you realize that, you know what, there's other people outside other than me. Mm-hmm. And, what? And, and that, you know what, we have to think about their situation. If they're a server at a restaurant, you don't have no reason to be an asshole to them. If they're <laughs> a teacher all. at school and you're a parent, you don't have no reason to be an asshole to, unless they did something to, you know, obviously with the other circumstances, you know, but if they just being a teacher, a teacher or a server or um, a cashier, a cashier, you know, all these folks that got these jobs where people walk in and they got this certain chip on their shoulder because they're doing this type of work. Like somebody has to do it. Otherwise, right. it's going to be a robot. Right. Like, what, what, like you try to talk down on these people because you wouldn't work there. But if they didn't work, then they need to be like, oh, I can't believe they don't have any employees here. Like, well, you don't. You wonder why. But yeah, like this, this, this be mindful of those guys that that they're working that job and they're trying to feed their family mm-hmm. and they don't need you badgering them and get adding a different element. The job is already hard to begin with, you know, and this mental health thing, obviously we're going to have to do one of those mm-hmm. uh, is our, is starting to become a little bit more uh, noticeable when it comes to certain things like that. But as far as the selfishness is concerned, I'm hopefully y'all guys get something out of this podcast. And before we leave, I was just going to end this on the golden rule of um, treat people how you want to be treated or do unto others as you would have others do unto you, however you say it. I feel like if people remember that, it will make the world a much better place. And maybe some of the selfishness that we see in the world might not be there if people look at people the way they want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And just realize that, you know what, people don't wait on people hand and foot and then you treat them like assholes and then they fuck around and shoot up the place. <laughs> just like, don't do it while I'm there because I ain't did it. Well, I'm just saying that's the reason why a lot of this stuff is, is continue to keep happening is, you know, people are not being um, treated like humans. Right. So, all right, guys, I'm never going to keep rambling, but, you know, with that being said, peace, love, and hair grease. See y'all later. Bye. Listen to my thoughts unfiltered, relax, recline. Today we got some time. I'm nice of you to join. Listen to my thoughts, true facts, you'll find.